0: Welcome back, everybody. This is the Market Vibe Podcast.
1: And this is Business Michael.
0: (laughs) And this is Business Michael. And that's Business Jill. And we're here to talk about all things...
1: Business? (laughs) With a question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Business?
0: Oh, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, Today we're going to talk about the... I would say this is probably the number one, definitely top three thing, that we hear people say they struggle with when it comes to social media. And that is being able to be consistent.
1: Yes, we hear this a lot from people that we coach as well as our agency clients. And a lot of times our agency clients hire us because they're like, I cannot be consistent. I need help actually posting and knowing what to post on social media. And truthfully, you know, social media, it comes down to just like anything in business, having a system around it. If you don't have a system around something, and this could be applied to any Anything in business, you're less likely to do it. And I love what you said in a podcast uh, recently that it's nice to have some sort of system and routine around social media. Even if that means you're doing it or you have somebody else who is doing it for you, having some sort of system is essential to actually execute it consistently.
0: Yeah. So I'll say two things. Number one, if you're at a good place in your business, just hire out for this because there's so many nuances and things that you have to worry about algorithm updates, changes, like what to post, when to post, who to engage with. Like there's just too much for you as a business owner to deal with that it's just not worth your time. Like hire out if you have the resources. But this podcast is focusing on maybe you don't have the resources to do it, so you are doing it yourself. So we're going to try and equip you in the best way possible. Because I always love what you say. Social media should be a big part of your business, but it shouldn't be your whole business. You shouldn't be spending, if you're spending more than, you know, an hour of time on any social media platform that you're on a day, like you're wasting your time. Like you shouldn't be spending that much time on there. You need to be doing the things that are moving your business forward. And while social media is a piece of that, I think too many business owners, because they just don't have the right systems and routines and know how, make it so it, it's too big of a piece of what they're doing. And so we're just going to share with you today some of the systems and routines we've not only learned over the past four plus years in our own business, but things we do for our agency, things that we help our coaching clients with so that, again, it helps equip you in a better way uh, to be able to not only create social media content on a consistent basis, but become more efficient, become better, uh, and hopefully give you some tools and resources at the end that will uh, really help minimize the time that it takes you to create content.
1: Yeah, so the first thing that we always do is plan ahead. There's we encounter so many business owners that post day of and I never agree with that ever because it's too stressful and it takes too much time in the moment to post because you have to think of well what, am, what exactly am I posting and then what am I going to say in the caption and there's no real strategy behind it. It's just more kind of winging it and going off of what you feel that day and what if you wake up and you're not creative. Well, then you're kind of. SOL, because then you're not going to post that day. And what do the algorithm algorithms favor, they favor consistency. So number one, plan ahead. And one of the things that's been essential for us in our clients and our agency is having a content calendar. And I like to use content calendar just like right in Google Sheets. I'm a Excel nerd, I had a job a while back that was managing really large inventory in Excel. And that's when I was like, Oh my god, Excel is such a cool platform. If you're a nerd, like <laughs> Excel's pretty cool. But Google Sheets is nice. Um, because it's stored and you can always find it. And I like to create calendars in there that have the content for the month. Now I know it sounds intimidating to try and plan content for an entire month. But what you can do is you can figure out one, I would brainstorm like three to four content pillars that are some things that make sense for you to be talking about in your content Two, brainstorm, like, you know, eight to 10 topics per content pillar. Then from there, you can really start pulling ideas and filling out your calendar. It's funny, we just did this with uh, one of our clients yesterday, and she was like, this is a game changer, and it's blowing my mind (laughs) because we helped her plan out her Instagram stories. And this should be for every platform that you're on. So if, and including your large form content, which could be a podcast or a YouTube video, that is more of the driver. So <clears throat> in your calendar, you're going to put you know, a row for podcasts, a row for Instagram, a row for Instagram stories, a row for Facebook, you know, whatever content, whatever uh, platforms that you use, and you're going to put in there, okay, my podcast launches on Tuesday, it's this topic. So then my content on Instagram is going to be around this topic. Uh, and then my story that day is going to be about the podcast, um, And then my TikTok is going to be a video or a reel from the podcast. It makes everything so much more streamlined and you only have to do this once a month. And I find that when you do this, it does allow for creativity to bloom. Because if you have days where you feel creatively inspired, you know, and you're like, you know what, I think I want to post this instead. That's great. Now you have an idea that hasn't been used that you can carry over to the next month or next week. Um, it's just as nice for those days when you're like, I'm tired today. Something's going on with me. Like it's maybe a low mental health day and, but you've already got something scheduled and it does the work for you. That was a long tangent. I'm going to
0: give some tough love right now. (laughs) So buckle in. If you're a business owner that says that you don't know what to post, you have a really big problem because there's two things that are the problem. Number one, you don't really know what you're offering because if you knew what you were offering, you would know what content to create because your content should be based on what your offer is. And number two, you don't really know your audience very well because if you knew your audience very well, you would know exactly what kind of content to post. So if you're sitting there and you're someone that's said before, or you're saying now, I don't know what to post. Those are the two things that you need to do. You need to number one, really take a look at your offer. And this is something that is what we do when we work with our agency clients and our coaching clients. And you'd be surprised at how many people are just not clear. And and if you're an accountant and you say you help people save money, that is not your offer. So like you need to get you need to dive deeper than that. It's not surface level. And then number two is you need to really figure out from your audience, and there's tons of different ways that you can do this. You can look at people that are in your niche that have engaged communities, what is resonating in their community, what are people commenting on. And then number two, you could do something like stories in your polls and ask people questions about certain topics that you may talk about and then get feedback from that. But if you're saying that you don't know what to post, you really need to figure that out because it like the Having a plan won't really matter because if you just say you don't know what to post, you could sit down and do exactly what Jill's talking about, but you're not going to really know what to post. And so you're just probably going to post a bunch of random stuff. And that's honestly why a lot of people get frustrated with social media It's because they're not clear on what their audience wants and what their offer is. And so they're just kind of creating just sort of I like to call it vanilla content. So it's whatever they think will work or whatever they see other people doing and think that it works for them. It'll work for uh, works for that person. It'll work for them. And so I think you need to just get really clear on those two things along with planning. And I think that you'll find that not only will you have a solid plan for your social media content, but you'll feel more confident in the content that you're creating because you know, it'll resonate.
1: Absolutely. So just like Michael was saying, if you're not sure what to post, it sounds like you need to go back to the drawing board and do some research. Number one, you need to really clarify your offer, write that down, and then you need to do some research on who you are serving this offer to. What are some of the pain points they're going through? What are the desire points? What are the emotions? And do some brainstorming. Um, Next to really be consistent on social media is to have some templates in place. It is so nice when you have exactly what you're posting like right in your design software ready to go. Now this could be Canva most people use. I know, I know there's some other ones but Canva is the one I prefer and maybe this looks like of course Canva has a ton of templates that you can use. But if you're wanting things to look consistent and have consistent branding, maybe that looks like going over to Etsy and finding, you know, those 30 package of templates and having them ready to go and paying for them one time. And then you can go in and you can change them as you like. But having set templates is so crucial so that everything flows and everything stays consistent. And I would have templates for your Instagram, which is like the 1080 by 1350 portrait size, I would have the perfect square ones. Those are for like Facebook or LinkedIn. They typically like square. So 1080 by 1080. Um, having a real cover one, if real covers are something that you want to go with, those are basically the nine by 16. And then having story cover story templates as well, I was combining to having story templates is smart as well. And then also highlight covers. Those are kind of like the That's like the starter pack of templates that you should have. And ideally, they should all be same font, same colors. All the branding should be the same, just so that everything is consistent and flows from platform to platform.
0: Yeah, I think just even making your own too. you just sit down and, you know, you can just create them one time and say you have, you know, four or five brand colors you create you know, templates for quotes and there's four or five. So like we have a folder in Canva and it's for all of our templates and it'll, you know, we have a a one that's carousels and then it has all of the carousel templates. Stories, all the stories, reels, all. So if we ever need to find any sort of template that's ever been created by Jill, it's all in that one folder. And I think that that just helps so much too because it takes a long time to sit down and create something like a carousel from scratch um to create all of the slides and then create, you know, the copy that's within them and things like that. And so I think again, that that just comes, it's a little bit with part of the planning is to just take some time ahead of time, clean up your Canva folder. Cause I know we've been in some people's Canvas where it's like a nightmare to try and find anything and just really like have that established, know exactly where it is so that, you know, if you need to go make a quote for a week or you want to make a carousel, it's just really easy for you to find.
1: Absolutely. And then finally, some tools and resources for you. The ones that I can think of off the top of my head, one Canva is such a good platform for anyone who is a solopreneur, who is doing all of their own stuff right now. It's super cheap pro is the best because there's and they're just expanding it every month like they're adding so many cool new features, you can even do video editing in there. There's tons of really cool things. The other resource that I would recommend would be pexels dot com. They have some of the best stock video stock photo that looks really beautiful and aesthetic and not cheesy. <laughs> so if you're needing some sort of stock video for something or stock Photo, that is my go-to. They're the best.
0: And then a couple I will say is obviously any sort of, um, and I don't copy paste, and I would never recommend anyone do this with any sort of AI copywriting thing. So like chat GPT or anything like that. But that's a great place to get, ideas. Um, I heard someone when we were in a meeting yesterday, they said your AI should be your rough draft that you then take and write in your own words to be your final draft. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with caption writing, um, or you're not sure where to start when it comes to certain topics and things like that, uh, using something like chat GPT is great. Um, I also like Opus clip. Uh, so if you are someone who creates long form content where it's YouTube videos, or podcasts that you record. You can put your long form video into Opus Clip. It'll spit out 10 to 20, sometimes up to 30 short form videos. Uh, it'll have the captions on there. You can brand them to your colors. And so that's a very easy way to create uh, short form video content at scale, uh, which is really great as well.
1: Mm hmm. Well, we hope we we hope you found this helpful in helping you be more consistent on social media. And once you implement these strategies and these systems in place, it one helps you be more consistent. And two, it also helps you when you if you eventually decide to hand it over and have somebody manage it, you already have systems in place that you can tell them what you've been doing. And then it's an easier handover.
0: Yeah, I always say that you should Become at least knowledgeable in something because when you hire somebody, you wanna know at least that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that that's one thing we've seen in 2023 is we've had a lot of people come to us, whether it's through our agency or or our coaching business, who they weren't really well-versed in what they hired someone for and then come to find out that that person wasn't really doing a very good job, wasn't doing the job at all in some cases. And so you do wanna at least know the tools and resources, know how to come up with a content plan, you know, know your pillars, all of those things. So that like Jill said, when you pass it off to somebody, you at least have some sort of knowledge. So you know that what they're doing is correct.
1: Yeah. And as as always, if you have any other questions, you can always find us on Instagram at Michael and Jill, or you can visit our website, the market vibe and get in touch with us there. But thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast. And if you feel like leaving a review, That would be cool.
0: But only if it's five stars. If it's anything less, then maybe you just don't feel like leaving it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Maybe just that day is like, eh, not really feeling. Maybe you're having
0: a rough day. Maybe you wait till you're having a great day. You re listen (laughs) and then you give it five stars.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Thanks so much, guys, for watching or listening, listening, watching. Thank you
0: for watching and listening to this podcast that isn't watching. We appreciate it. It's not watchable.
1: (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.